Go. I'm Joe. Mike. And this show sucks. Yes, it does. <laughs> All right. Uh, this week, we will be talking about uh, learning how to put your face up to a microphone and speak properly and not take your mouth away from it. But also, we will be talking about the episode called Look Who's Purging Now, which is the ninth episode. Of the second season of Rick and Morty is the 20th episode of the series overall. It premiered September 27th, 2015, written by Dan Harmon, Ryan Ridley, and Justin Roiland, and directed by Dominic Polcino, or Polcino. While flying through space, Rick and Morty collide with an interstellar insect, which smears on the windshield. When Rick attempts to clean it, the windshield becomes even more smeared, and Rick decides to search for washer fluid on a nearby planet. Upon arriving, Rick discovers that the citizens of the planet sustain their peaceful way of life by engaging in open warfare on one night every year. Upon discovering that the aforementioned night, which the citizens call the festival, is that very evening, Rick pleasantly proposes to Morty that they stay and observe the murderous rite. What if the guy's name is pronounced Pocono? It's Polchino. Why would it be called Pocono? Because Pocono's a funny word. Ugh. Aren't there people that like like vacation in the Poconos? Yeah. Yes, there are. So would that be like a double entendre if you were like filming a porno and you got poked in the nose by something? No. And you were actually in the Poconos as you were filming that? Or would it be... Would, or would, would, That's not a double entendre. Yeah. That would be irony. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Let's play this. Poco. Set. And here we go. Still, come on, man. Let's go. Maybe. Cruising around Rick and Morty style. Is this the more friendly uh, podcast version? Uh, Even in space, bugs smear on the windshield. Let me find a place to stop. So did you hear about the two uh, podcasters or YouTubers that got attacked at their home? No. Yeah, one of the dudes that, that does the, the one of the slow-mo guys. Him and his girlfriend, who she also does uh, YouTube shit, uh-huh. um, Stalker, drove 11 hours from New Mexico to where they live together, uh-huh. invaded their home while they hid in the closet, and uh, he was going to... What do you mean? Wait, wait, wait. While, while the YouTubers hid in their closet? Yes. He broke okay. into their home. They hid, called the cops, and the cops got there. The dude couldn't find them, right? So he leaves, and Did, I... Didn't look in the closet? I guess not. <laughs> I guess, you know what? <laughs> All these years we've been watching uh, fucking horror movies and stuff and laughing at the cliches, you know, of hiding under the bed or in the closet like you fucking idiot. Go out the window, right? No, no. Apparently, apparently sli- hiding in a closet works. Yeah. So they hid in the closet. Uh, and yeah, as he's pulling out of the driveway, cops pull up. He decides to shoot at them. And they shoot it back. And guess who won? Yeah. So that, okay. guy's, that guy's gone. And uh, yeah, it just uh, this is some scary shit. I mean, I, I'm not to like toot our own horns or anything like that, but what if... What if we had a soccer? You know what I mean? Like, what if someone... He loved, wouldn't last long. What if someone didn't love our... You know, or someone loved our dulcet tones or something, you know, and or something. And <coughs> I was like, I don't know. Just wait. Like, just... This is kind of scary if you think about it. That someone's, you know, that's that obsessive. Like, it's one thing... I, I, I can understand to a point a crazy person, a crazy person obsessing over J-Lo's booty or, or you know, something like that. But... When it comes to a YouTube sensation, you know what I mean? It's it, damn. It just shows that it doesn't matter. Crazy doesn't discriminate, apparently, <laughs> and so <laughs> it doesn't matter if you're Oprah or if you're <laughs> or if you're uh, I don't know Joe Spiegel and Mike Sutherland. It could happen. That's what I'm trying to say. So Mike's address is what's your address? <laughs> One two four one three Tam O'Shanter Lane. Nice job. <laughs> <laughs> 1D10T. No, it's because Mike wants an it's excuse. It's ID10T. Um, Mike wants an excuse to use his uh, pop gun. 
I have I have plenty of them. I have a I have a, a an arsenal myself. So uh, bring it home. Yes, um, it's it's not surprising considering that um, was it last year? I think it was last year. I want to say um, that some um, one of the YouTubers that has been accused of harassment. Yeah. At the time, him and his girlfriend, he's a popular YouTuber, were, um, were, were living together in this house. And some dude just walked right up and tried to open the door. Yeah. And he's like, what are you doing? And he's like, oh, I'm here to see whoever, blah, blah, blah. He's like, get the fuck out of my house. I think that was uh, uh, Boogie, uh, you know, the, the Francis, uh, the Mountain Dew guy? No. Because he's talked about that happening, something like no, that. No, it wasn't him. I just told you it was, it, it's, it's like... Um, Hey, Bubba. I know this is off mic, but he knows. Um, who's the guy? It's um, the drama alert guy. Keemstar. I think it was Keemstar. Dude, see, or he, one of those he guys. He could be our unofficial uh, analyst guy. So Joe Rogan has one. I don't need an official analyst guy. Oh, you're screwed. Bye-bye. We don't want you. You're fired. Yep. Um, you're yeah, fired. So, so it's somebody along the lines of Keemstar. Not necessarily Keemstar, yeah. but someone like him. And... Uh, him and his girlfriend were were just at, sitting at home, doing whatever. Living their lives. And, yeah, dude just walked right up. Because they owed him something. Yeah, you know, it's that self-entitlement thing. Yeah. So when, when me, my brother, and Bubba were going to L.A., Bubba's like, hey, who did you want to go see? Uh, Jake Paul. Rafi? Jake Paul. There's the other one. <laughs> so Bubba... Bubba Wanted to go see Jake Paul, and there's no way I'm driving by Jake Paul's house because. But Bubba's entitled. No, we, he, <laughs> no. <clears throat> so he um, he was kind of serious because I mean he, he you know we were there he's just like I want to go by the house I know he wants to go by the house yeah like what do you want to do just like walk, you know go up to the house stop by and knock on the door and say hey what's going on Jake Paul yeah. You know, with the 50,000 other people that are camped outside his house, you know? Yeah. And, yeah, so he, he jokingly, he's like, yeah, let's go do that. And it just wasn't going to happen because, A, I don't do that. Yeah. Um, B, I have done that, but not stock. Yeah. Um, and this goes along with a, a, an interesting story. And C, um, I find that people that do that are the worst of the worst. Yeah. Um, the funny story was is there's there's two of them actually. Driving through the Hollywood Hills, and I'm with a couple of friends, and we drove by Eddie Van Halen's house. Yeah. And I just pointed out, oh, that's where Ed lives. Yeah. And they're like, where? I'm like, right back there. And he goes, oh, we, we gotta stop and look at it. And I really don't want to. Yeah. Oh, come on. So we stop and there we go. Yeah, and we're sitting there, and I'm, I'm we're awkwardly sitting there at in one of his driveways, and I'm like, I don't want to be here. This is rude. Yeah, it's it's tremendously rude. Yeah. So, cut to a couple of years later, and my buddy, one of my buddy, other buddies, um, and my ex-wife at the time, we were we were driving to the whiskey, and the easiest way to get to the whiskey from where we were is to cut through the Hollywood Hills. Yeah. To hit sunset. So my buddy goes, hey, let's stop at Ed's house. I'm like, I don't want to stop at Ed's house. So we stop at Ed's house. Like he's your best friend. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and like, 
So um, we're sitting there, and up the driveway comes this Mercedes, and it's going at a high rate of speed, like like an entitled rate of speed, like forty five miles an hour, fifty miles an hour. Yeah, it's hauling ass. When you're supposed to go like fifteen to twenty, he doesn't care. It's his fucking driveway. I'm just saying, when you on average you're supposed to. So, uh, and I look at my buddy, I look at my buddy, and I go, "There's there's Ed." He goes, "What?" I said, "There's Ed." He goes, "That's not Ed." I said, "That's fucking Eddie Van Halen." He goes, "How do you know?" I said, "Because I know his car." You do a little stalking on your own. Yeah, I do my own stalking. Yeah, you don't. You just don't do it in groups. Well, yeah, it's um, no. There's been enough written about what types of cars he drives, and I, I like cars. So. Yeah. <laughs> and he and, um, and stalking apparently. This is uh, this is a lowered Mercedes. It's fucking awesome. Yeah. So I said, "That's Eddie." You know, there's only one person that'd be driving that fast up the fucking driveway, anyways. And my buddy sticks his head out the window. Diamond Dave might drive fast. He doesn't drive a Mercedes. And and uh, Diamond Dave doesn't drive at all. In fact, um, he sticks his head out the window. And goes Ed, Ed. God damn. Car stops, backs up, rolls down the window. Do I know you? <laughs> like no, we're just fans. Oh, you, you know that you're uh, you're you're on private property. It kind of sounds like fucking <laughs> Rick. Yeah. <laughs> He's like yeah. He goes okay, but but don't tell anybody. Like, uh, so we had, you know, had a conversation with Ed for like 10, 15 minutes. Yeah. You know, invited him over to the whiskey. He's like, why would I want to do that? So that's the funny. He goes, I'm having the best time of my life right now. Yeah. Okay. So I, I told him the, I told him, I said the, the offer, offer him, ask if we can go in, you know, type of thing. Yeah. <laughs> but apparently we wanted to go to the fucking whiskey more than, well, we had some friends that were, that, that was the night I got to meet Zach Wilde and, and a couple of other cats. Ooh, oh, hold on. I got to pick that up. Just drop some names. Dropping names, dropping <laughs> names, dropping names. Who'd you put on blast, man? So, uh, it was, um, it was, so anyways, it's, it's that type of shit. So that's why I don't like doing that because, yeah. so I just, you I keep get it, it to my fucking self. You get it. You, you get the fact that they're just people and they don't want to be fucked with. Yeah. And it's creepier and shit to, Invade someone's personal space. Yeah, I mean, you're driving home. You see someone parked in front of your house. Yeah, I mean, your home is your old, should be your ultimate safety. Yeah, like if I see someone parked in front of my house right now. Yeah, like I'll stand there for like ten minutes, going, "What kind of whose whose car is that?" And you're about to bro them. Yeah, I'm like, hey, <laughs> why are you parked in front of my house? Give Go park in front of someone else's house. Go park in the fucking temporary parking. Yeah, bro. Yeah, get out, bro. <laughs> Spoken like a person with repressed rage. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. If there was anybody off mic that was listening to our conversation, I would say, listen to a song called The Way I Am um, by Eminem. Why? Because he talks about being approached in public when he's trying to do things with his family. <laughs> that just always comes to mind when, when talking about this. Because, you know, anyway. If you're a celebrity, you're going to get approached. Oh, yeah. I'm if t- you don't want to get approached, don't go out. I agree. I agree. It's going to happen. I'm saying that if you're a decent human being... Don't fucking do it. You have no reason to do it. Leave them the fuck alone. He's a celebrity. His life is no longer his, unfortunately. And it's something I don't. It's something that I don't agree with. That and I, I mean, I agree with you. Mm-hmm. The the whole celebrity thing that your life is not your own anymore. But it is absolute the truth right now. If you are a celebrity, yeah. Whatever fucking part of the list you're on, from A to Z, yeah. You are, you you are a public figure. Yeah. So, and if you don't want to 
and, and I hate saying this again, if you don't want to be noticed or recognized, don't go out. Well, look, look, I know that it comes with the territory. Absolutely. I, I, I totally agree it comes with the territory. But me, I'm not going to feed into that shit and be that asshole that, like, oh, I've got I've to gotta interrupt your dinner or I've got to, you know, stop you in the middle of what you're doing because I need you to acknowledge that I, I'm a fan or things like that. I'm going to leave the people the fuck alone. Well, I look, I agree. That's me. But here's the other thing. If they're eating, you don't come up to them while they're eating. Yeah. Let them finish eating. Let them enjoy the meal. Let them enjoy the experience. Like, if you have time, then. Yeah. You don't you do. Know? You don't fucking start reciting Shakespeare to Judd Apatow when he's eating dinner. You know what I mean? Right. <laughs> Sometimes you need to, but you know. To be drop off. or not to be. Dro- drop off your <laughs> mixtape and leave them alone. That is question. Question mark. <laughs> what was it? He got through. He got through two fucking scenes. He got through. You got through two scenes of Shakespeare before you even came over here to the yeah. table. <laughs> yeah, uh, you know, and that that's... And, and the other thing is this. Yeah. Some celebrities crave it. Oh, yeah, I, I bet. Like the Kardashians, <laughs> you know. Yeah. And oh, yeah. And, and and others. I know. But it, it's just like, a, like, a, like, say, when I used to work in the car business and then say, uh, we worked next door to BMW, which was owned by the same people and... And so celebrities from that were local, they would show up all the time buying buying cars, and you know, like see Mitch Richmond from the Kings, or uh, or the lead singer from uh, from Papa Roach was there one time. Timothy B. Schmidt, I understand, came to the lot. Uh-huh. Um, one of the local radio guys, Paul and Phil show. Yeah, he, he showed up, and then he jerked me around. He jerked me around for half an hour. His name is Jacoby something something Jacoby. Anyway, um, who? Yeah, the lead singer of Papa Roach is like his name is Jacoby something. Um, and uh, yeah, the reception was like, "Oh my god, I gotta go over there and I gotta." I gotta I'm like, "Leave him the fuck alone. He's working a deal, a car deal right now. Leave him alone." Yeah. I, uh, oh, I just, I just gotta say hi. Mike, 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 not Mike Bibby. And who is the guy that took over for Mike Bibby? Short guy. Tariq Evans. No, Mike Bibby. Other short guy, white guy, bald head. Oh, Jason. Um, you're talking about white chocolate. Um, that was his nickname was White Chocolate. Him and Chris Weber used to speed their cars towards Granite Bay when they left Kings Games. Um, Jason, I can't remember. Anyway, what was your point? Yeah, he showed up there quite often. Yeah, yeah, he used to have a lot, like a lot of 49ers or ex 49ers um, showing up at, at the BMW dealership as well. Yeah, Dan Bonds, things like that. Yeah. But yeah, I and I, I just never fuck. I think oh, Vladi, Vladi uh, showed up a few times too. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, I don't, I don't fuck with them. I, they're people, you know. We we're the ones that blow them up into being bigger than what they are in the godlike status. They're, they're just fucking people. Yeah. You know. So you know, I don't mind saying hi, but I'm not going to stop them in the middle of what they're doing to bug them. I sure as fucking going to show up at their house. Okay, because that's some creepy shit. Yeah. No, you don't. You know, you don't do that. And look, I'll I'll I'll, I'll, I'll to be honest with you, when I'm lift driving. Because we just saw Ladybird, there's times where I'm looking like for that big blue house just to see it, but I'll drive right by it. I'm not gonna stop at it and honk or or anything like that. The forties. Is it in the forties? Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. So yeah, anyway, um, because I drive through there all the time. I drove through there like fucking at least twenty times this weekend and um, I didn't go down the street that it was on, but I was like the house may not be blue anymore. <laughs> that might be the smart move, huh? <laughs> That's what I would do. But I wouldn't doubt if there's a sign in the front yard saying, Please don't come to this our door just because this this house was you know shown in in the movie ladybird or something i wouldn't doubt if they had to do that you know because i wouldn't i I would totally 
expect some fucking crazy, selfish son of a bitch to just come up there and go, hey. Why would you advertise? Most people aren't going to know that house anyway, so don't advertise it. Maybe you need to put that there for the people that do you, know when they're going to fuck with you and bother you. Nope. Or you... Or you're just going to say that that's not a deterrent anyway. If they're going to show up, they're going to show up anyway. Yeah, it's, but that's the point is you, you don't advertise that the house was in the movie anyways. And when it comes right down to it, you just paint the house. That's going to suck. What if you want your house to stay white and blue? You paint the house. <laughs> well, hopefully uh, A24 pays for the uh, the paint job. Yeah, that's usually what they do anyways. <laughs> So yeah, I, it just uh, yeah, it sucks, man. The, the people, people always ruin everything for everybody else, man. I, all, it happens all the goddamn time, you know. You can't. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> this is Morty just going town on fucking Rick. Jesus Christ, He's so angry. God. Yeah, I um, I I I never found it. I mean, celebrities are celebrities, and probably when I was younger, you know, I was into it. But it's it's the whole idea of the invasion of someone's privacy. Yeah. That that bugs me. Like uh, Russ Francis. Russ Francis who used to he, he played for a bunch of teams. He played for New England, I think. Okay. And he played for the 49ers one of one but he he flew he flies planes or flew mm-hmm. planes. Yeah. And um I'm oh, sorry. I we're watching I'm oh, sorry. Yeah, I just Luke the carnage purging now. <laughs> <laughs> Shot a rocket at his ass. I forgot about that one. That's you. You're the rocket man. And I like how Morty's just in the back. He's Bjorned onto the back. <laughs> dancing. Dancing in blood. <laughs> Feels good. Tony, Tony, Tony. They're from Oakland. Anyways, Russ Francis. So we were at this air show, and and we, we had seen him, and he's a pretty approachable guy. Yeah. And it was me and my brother, my mom and dad. Uh, I forgot what air show. It was Reno Air Races or something really early on. And walked up to him and said, hey, do you mind if we get get an autograph? Yeah. You know, type of thing. He's like, yeah, no problem. You know. Um, but it still, it made me uncomfortable. You know? Because I'm like, I don't really want to get his autograph and this and that. And he's like, don't worry about it. He's a, he's a good guy. You know? Yeah. Apparently, my dad's talked to him before. and <laughs> You know, because mutual flying planes thing and have met to have met and and discussed things and yada 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 but it just never can't you make some more takes care of my kids i'm not gonna do extra work if we all get the same just anarchy in exchange for food I like the fact that as we're watching, look who's purging now. Oh, now they're gonna purge the shit out of each other. Um, they're almost Amish. Yeah. And grapes of wrathish. And they they have not not grapes of wrathish, but yeah, I guess so. But Amish mostly, where they live in a in a backwards like western town type. Uh-huh. With and you know they're still using horse drawn wagons and whatnot. Yeah. And Rick shows up in a spaceship and doesn't even blink a fucking eye, no. and they have washer fluid for him. <laughs> what, if, uh, what if they purposely have inhibited themselves so they don't, um, they, you know, because technology can, you know, ruin civilizations, supposedly. Now, purging all free. Rob Schraub. Rob Schraub used to do um, a comic called uh, Scud, the Disposable Assassin. It was based on a cyanide pill. Okay. It's pretty cool. All right, so that's Rick and Morty, season two, episode nine. It's that one by so, pretty quick. Okay, so for the record, well, got the end of the show. God damn yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Hurry up. Come on. Hurry up. Get to it. Do it. Do it. Get him. Get him. There's fucking Jerry. He's watching golf. Jerry. <laughs> Taddy Mason. I like how the... I like how the... Uh, <laughs> I, I like how the cable box still had the little uh, crystal in it for yeah. an dimensional cable. Are you Tabby Mason? Yeah. Hi, I'm Tabby Mason. And do you know how bad? Alone, we do you want to know how bad my short-term memory is? No, that I already forgot what I was going <laughs> to talk about before I waited for that to play real quick. I I, 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 I said that was the end of the show, and we were going to go into. Oh, okay. So. You're already aware of uh, what will happen if you uh, try to invade Mike's home. So, uh, same thing. I have uh, multiple different methods of uh, dispatching you if you decide to invade my home because you're a stalker and I'm that amazing in your eyes. Or ears, apparently, because we haven't gone onto YouTube yet. But still, stay the fuck away from my home. You don't need to come to my... my what the fuck, dude? Who cares? My bedbug-riddled one-bedroom apartment. <laughs> so. Joe and his disclaimers. Uh, so, yeah. So either I will find multiple ways to dispatch you, including letting my 13-year-old son annoy the shit out of you until you kill yourself. Yeah, pretty much. He'll just he'll he'll put his son there and make him talk to you Yeah. until you just throw yourself out a window. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Or, or, you know, explain shit to you. Or, you know, put on another diaper and drive all the way back home to where you came from. Originally, The Wedding Squanchers was supposed to be a two-parter episode, but there was too much plot to cover in two 30-minute episodes. So they had to make the season two finale a cliffhanger, which would continue on into a story arc in season three. So in the place of the empty time slot for the first episode, this episode was written by Dan Harmon in less than a day as a filler episode, which is pretty good. Not bad. Second episode where Morty has a love interest that isn't Jessica. The first episode was Anatomy Park. We had a romantic interest in Annie, who is still living in that kid. The plot of this episode is a parody of the 2013 horror film The Purge. No shit. Festival is the name of the Purge event in the Star Trek, the original series episode, Return of the Archons. Um, the classical music played briefly before the elite, castle are, the elite castle are attacked. The elite in the castle are attacked is the Mendelssohn Violin Concerto in E minor opera. Oh, the elite cast. 64. Cast. So. You know, the cast. The you know, group of... Oh, I was reading it as castle. Okay. Yeah. Cast. Sorry. Uh, the title of this episode is a reference to Look Who's Talking Now. It's also, okay, Ugh. the plot of the episode also really, uh, the plot of the episode, uh, the plot of it, the plot of the episode looks also really similar to Philip J. Fama's Venus on the Half Shell, as the protagonist ends up in a planet named Shelltoon, dominated by cat-like humanoids with questionable morale values. See, he does it in character, and he nails it every single time. Rick pulls out and plays with a black 3DS when he gets really bored hovering in the clouds to wait out the purge of the Morty... With Morty and Athrisha. And then he blew it. The episode also seems to parody the Hunger Games, taking the basic plot of a single girl overthrowing the entire ruling class and to poke fun at the premise that killing the ruling class would actually solve the problems of such a society. The scene where Rick and Morty gain high-tech battlesuits is a reference to Iron Man, and the scene in the home of the elite is shown the house is an exact copy of the Hearst Castle in San Simeon, California. Ready? <laughs> yeah, it has to be Iron Man. Couldn't be anything else. Yeah. Oh, they, they, we don't have a fucking transcript for this? Oh, that's that that's gay. That's that's unerotically gay. Based on such, friend. Isn't it funny how the the word gay has first just started out, I believe, as uh, meaning beautiful, and then it, came, it turned into people being, you know, like, and then it turned into gay people, 
you know, homosexuals. And then now it's still used for homosexuals, but it's also used to describe something that's really stupid. That's really fucking gay. Sure. You know how, like, no. you can, certain incidents will come up where, <laughs> where the, 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 the maturity level of the kids that you're around um, gets tested. Nope. And something will happen, and then they'll snicker at it. And you're like, yeah, you're not ready. Like, you know, like if someone says penis or vagina on the on on something, and then your like your kid goes, <laughs> you said cock. <laughs> something stupid. That's, no. yeah, yeah, all the time, all the time with my kids. It's always something, always something. Like I, 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 I every time we went grocery shopping last night, and I was in the uh, spice aisle, and I decided to get. Um, uh, you know, taco packets for seasoning. And I always grab uh, fajita packets as well, and I always call them fajita. And my, I said, Kendra, grab some fajita packets. And so the whole time we're in the store, they just keep on, <laughs> I really like fajita. Yeah, I fajita. <laughs> fajita. Fuckers. They, just, they ruin funny jokes. They ruin it. <coughs> I, can't, I can only monologue for so do it. Do it. There's just... Stop it. That, that was a clock. That was just a metaphorical clock. It's like a Rick and Morty scripts. Here's a link. Did you read about the French filmmaker that is um, suing uh, Guillermo del Toro? Yes. And I watched the scene from his movie, and it, it it's not fucking... It's nothing like it. They're bouncing on the bed. They're not fucking dancing with their feet on a couch. It's fucking stupid. Well, there's more to it than just that. Bleh. Flange. Sucker blue. <laughs> oh, spec script. What is a spec script? It's not a real script. It's speculative? Is that what it means? That's what it means. Speculation. So is it, would it be a script that means that it's like guessing what the dialogue is? No, it's a spec script. I speculate that the script is going to be this way. I speculate it's going to be that way. But there is no actuality, is there? Just all pure speculate. Hey, look it. They got older. They grew up a little bit. <coughs> there are no Rick and Morty scripts. Hold on, I'm going to put this on. Go. Hey, muchacho. Does your planet have a wiper fluid yet, or are you going to freak out and start worshipping us? Uh, the, the general store ought to have what you need. Thanks. Of course, you'll be wanting to be gone from here by sundown. Yeah, yeah, sure thing. Uh, wait, wait, wait a minute. What? Why? Sundown is when the village festival begins. The festival? Fuck. The, the, the festival? The festival. Oh, oh, well, for millennia, our society has been free of crime and war, living in perfect peace. Oh, I know what this is. You've been able to sustain world peace because you have one night a year where you, where you all run around robbing and, and murdering people without, without consequences. That, that's right. What? It's it's like The Purge, Morty. That that movie, The Purge. Oh, have you uh, been here before? No, no, but but I've been to a few planets with the same gimmick. You know, sometimes it's called The Cleansing or, or Red Time. There was this one world that, that, that called it just Murder Night. It's it's a purge planet. They're, they're peaceful, and then, you know, they just purge. Yeah, that's, that's horrible. Yeah, you want to check it out? What does that beat mean? What the fuck is that beat for? Why does it say beat? Yeah. Beat. You want to check it out? Okay. That's what a beat is. Uh, I don't know how I'm going to do this. Um, Am I Arthur? No, okay. Never mind. Never mind. Wait. Stop. 
Please, don't kill me. I've never intended to harm you. I swear. I'm trying to end the festival. What do you mean? I was going to use your ship to to destroy the rich assholes that run our society and save my people from the horrors of this yearly festival. Fuck that, Rick. We, we, we got a killer. 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 Whoa, jeez, Morty. Purge it down a little. Purge? Don't purge. You're sending me mixed messages, Rick. Morty, you're, you're acting like a freaking lunatic. Calm down. Screw you, Rick. I'll purge you too, you old rickety piece of shit. This has been a long time coming. I'm going to rip your fucking guts out and smear them all over your face. I ain't taking no... Yeah! Sorry. Okay, sorry about that. Now, where are these rich people at? Sorry. We don't have a transcript to work with, so we had to work with what we had, what we could find. <laughs> uh, the next episode is going to be. Is going to be. Is going to be. Yeah. That's what I should have used. Yeah. The big bear voice. Yes. Uh, no, just use this voice the, from the Chameleon Brothers from uh, Rocco and uh, Rocco's Modern Life. Uh, yes. Oh. The next episode is actually um, uh, the wedding squanchers. Okay. And um, that's when Birdman gets married. Yeah, and Birdman supposedly dies, but doesn't really die. Oh, way to give it away. <laughs> if people are listening to this shit, they know Rick and Morty. They know. Maybe. They know. Maybe. Or they're fucking idiots. And, oh, good. This one does don't, have a Don't stalk us. <laughs> so that's all I got. Yes. That's all we've got. Unless you're gorgeous mm. and easy in the sack. Jesus Christ. Will you fucking let it go? <laughs> <laughs> I, I guess that's it. That's all I got. This show sucks. Yeah, it does. Out. Joe can't let it go.